0: Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, the Armstrong and Getty Show. L G B L G B L G B L G B -B. They say. I go L-G-B What it means I don't know L-G-B Whatever it is L-G-B Kamala help me Please Please Alrighty then (laughs) L-G-B That.
1: Let's Go Brandon Right? L-G-B This means Let's Go Brandon
0: No L-G-B Sounds like Let's Go Brandon I guess L-G-B Let's go Brandon. I am Cornelio. Chant LGB! Right wing and left wing. LGB! Go oh, you know the thing! <laughs> you Don't sing back. LGB! And you play
1: black. LGB! Let's go, Brandon! LGB!
0: <laughs> Let's go, Brandon.
1: LGB. Let's go, Brandon. FJB. Let's go, Brandon. That,
0: I'm Joe those, Biden,
1: and I forgot this,
0: this message.
1: Yeah, can't <laughs> this up? Of those sorts of things, that is the best
0: edited design that I've ever heard. Holds together better. Oh, and the video is, is fabulous, too. We have it posted at armstrongandgetty.com. Go see it. Send the link to your friends. Hilarious the way they go into uh Kamala Harris and work
1: her in and then Barack Obama and then obviously yes. Trump and uh and Biden and Saki and everybody else but the the this is like a a minority of us that really enjoy this part but the town hall a couple of weeks ago where
0: Biden got stuck with his arms in the <laughs> Beavis and Butthead position right that was the the Beavis and Butthead reference in the middle of it
1: i am cartolillo yeah exactly
0: <laughs> come on <laughs> And listen, if you're just tuning in, what you have to understand, and a lot of you do understand this, is that the Let's Go Brandon thing is not just a stand-in, a a, a rated G stand-in for the, the F Joe Biden chant, but it is a, a, a wink and a nod at each other over the overwrought... Left wing legacy media that embraced and loved F Trump. But any any gesture of uh, similar sort toward Joe Biden, they pretend like, well, in the case of various CNN commentators, they actually said the uh, north the Southwest pilot who said, let's go, Brandon, he might as well have said, let's go, ISIS. And I have serious, <laughs> serious tweets here, which is a contradiction. When I fly, I always try to go with Southwest, but got to say, a pilot who behaves like this makes me nervous. What's to stop him from going the rest of the way around the bend and flying the plane into the ground like a dart? There were multiple people <laughs> saying... That pilot, the next thing he does might be to just crash the plane like nine eleven. You people are psychotic. You are so hilariously panty wadded nut jobs. That's why people enjoy the Let's Go Brandon because we are trolling the crap out of people like that. Love it. Let's go, Brandon. You said it, sister. So I
1: um I have COVID. Do I have COVID? I assume I have COVID. I haven't been contagious for a while. According to my doctor, you stop being contagious when you got the symptoms going like I do. I'm almost certainly not contagious and I haven't been for several days. But company policy is I need to stay home, which is like school policy most places too. Are they not talking to the doctors about when you're contagious?
0: Um, I don't know oh, exactly you, you, want, you want policy to be based on the current medical facts? I mean, uh, I realize. Aren't you the optimist? When all of us are the most
1: contagious is before we know we got it. That's when we're spreading it around the school and the workplace. That's what
0: they say, yeah.
1: But you don't make up any ground by making people stay home when they feel fine and they're not contagious for like another week. You're not accomplishing anything, but that's what You're schools adhering work... to
0: the policies, yeah. That's Hail, what schools houchy. and workplaces Hail, do.
1: But how about some really good COVID news since we're starting a brand new month? COVID cases in the U.S. down 58%. From the peak in early S- September, hospitalization's down 50%. Deaths are down by a third. Moving down From the peak back in September as
0: we head into this new month. So that's all good news. That's excellent. You know, I'm looking at the charts. I'm seeing waves. I see the possibility of another wave. On the other hand, you have a lot more people vaccinated, you have a lot more natural immunity, so it's it's less likely that the next wave will be significant. Who knows? This is a mysterious bastard, the COVID. If
1: if you never got it, like me, you probably thought, I'm going to go through this whole pandemic without getting it. I certainly thought I was. Then, bang, out of nowhere, there I am.
0: Um, we got a whole bunch of different polling that's out. Which do you want to focus on first? Boy, there's so much, and uh, I think it's notable to mention it comes from, well, I'm sorry, I have the NBC News poll in front of me uh, that is uh, just hammering uh, Biden. What do you have? What all do you have?
1: Um, I've got the ABC stuff on the particular bills that I'm really hot to trot for. Oh, yeah,
0: hit me... that, and then I'll do the general stuff maybe next segment.
1: Okay, so you've got these giant bills um, that we've talked a lot about, and, well, based on this polling, a lot of you, like, have no interest in this whatsoever, <laughs> but you've got... Many trillions of dollars on the line here. And you would think if the government was going to spend
0: three, four, five more trillion dollars, it's because the public is just yearning for this. Well, Well, according, they'd better be given the dangers of inflation and debt.
1: According to the new ABC Ipsos poll, um, far from being wildly popular, it says here. No, this is the National Review's reading of this, but I think it fits with the numbers. Uh, The two gargantuan bills the Democrats are trying to pass through Congress are duds. So the latest knowledge found that a plurality, the the biggest chunk, a third of Americans think the bills would hurt people like them if they become law, while fewer than 25% think it would help them at all. And then you've got um, 24% that think it would make no difference. So would hurt me if these passed and make no difference adds up to 56 Wow. And then um, uh, you got 18% that think it makes no difference. So you get up to about 70% of people think it'll hurt me, won't make any difference at all, or um, uh, would uh, make marginal difference. Which is wild. When you're spending $5 trillion, you would hope that even if it's a bad idea, it's going to have a positive effect on a lot of people.
0: But people don't feel that way. It ought to be a good idea or a popular idea. And those two don't necessarily overlap, but it appears to be neither. Even among Democrats
1: alone, fewer than half think the two bills would help people like them. Less than half of Democrats think when you spend $5 trillion, it's going to do them any good. A quarter of Democrats think the bill would make no difference for people like them. About two in ten don't know how it would impact their lives. But even that... You don't know. You can't pass five trillion dollars worth of stuff with, to to a chunk of people who say, "I don't know what it'll do." I mean, so there's just there's no there's no audience for this. There's
0: no appetite for this. This is purely a big spending party who just believes in wealth distribution. Right, I'm reminded of the fact that the, the Marxists from the Bol- Bolshevik Revolution through the you know 20th century in Russia to the Maoist Chinese, they believed the proletariat was stu- too stupid to understand why Marxism was good for them, and you had to force it on them at the point of a bayonet a torture chamber, forced starvation, whatever. That's long been part of the thinking of the super left, super elite. And this feels that's, a little, I mean, it's obviously not quite as brutal, but it feels a little like that, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, that's a very good point. That's that's the elite of uh, of big government wealth, restri- wealth redistribution saying, well, these people just aren't, they don't understand. I understand. This is good for them. So we're gonna we're gonna spend their money, their kids' money, their kids' kids' money, four generations down the line. We're gonna spend all their money because it is good for them, even if they don't know it. On whether or not this would help the economy. In theory, that's what this is all about. Um build back better, helping the country, helping the economy. Um it's tied thirty four to thirty four whether people believe this bill would help or hurt the US economy.
0: Wow. That's not much. Um well, you know, put it, put it a different way. Only a third of people think it'll help the economy.
1: Good, good way to put it.
0: I mean, for uh, an undertaking this massive and, to my mind, dangerous and unwise, I mean, talk about a lack of a mandate. You don't even have a majority, much less a mandate. So, I, you know, I, I hope somebody's in uh, Kirsten Cinemas here and Joe Manchin's and all the rest of the moderate Democrats who they give cover to and saying, hey, y'all are on the right track. You are 100% on solid ground. Hold the line on this insanity. So, again, the headline
1: is 50% of Americans think it would hurt them or make no difference, and 24% said they don't know. So that gets you to three-quarters of Americans will hurt Make no difference or I'm not sure. That is not the wind behind you to spend five
0: trillion dollars. Right. Right. I'm, I'm beginning to find hope that maybe this goes down in flames. Oh, the other aspect of that I meant to bring up and it was, it, 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 this is huge inside the beltway. To the rest of us, it, it's like, what, really? But but, trust me when I say Beltway pundits are frothing at the mouth like rabid dogs over this. When a great-grandpa Joe Biden went to the, the Congress, went to the Democratic caucus, and gave his speech, this is my presidency, this is the House and the Senate, this is the future of the party, everybody thought he was going to say, You gotta pass the bipartisan infrastructure thing. We've gotta prove we can govern. Do that for me, and then we'll work hard on the Francification Bill. But he never got to it. He never said it. He never made the ask, which left everybody like, uh, what does the White House want? And they didn't know. And then old man Biden wandered back to the White House and everybody looked at each other and wasn't sure what the plan was. And that's one of the reasons that last week ended the way it did. Because so Biden wanders out. Nancy Pelosi goes back to the, the, the pulpit or the, the, you know, the dais or whatever she stands on in her, her high heels, which at age 80, you got to admire. That's she Im- is still rocking the pumps. That's impressive. Yeah. Anyway, so she goes up there and is like, eh, we, uh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, hm, hmm, we gotta, we gotta vote for the, both of them or neither of them. I don't know. And, and then the, the caucus fell into
1: disarray. One thing I got to throw out there, just because it's a pet peeve of mine, you know, if you've been listening, this whole pre-K thing, Google it, do the research if you want, but I saw all the Sunday talk shows yesterday, they kept bringing it up as an obvious good with no pushback from anyone at any point. And finally, we'll have universal pre-K, so everyone will have a head start on education and level the playing field. Nobody pushed back on that whatsoever.
0: Wow. 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 Doesn't matter Even how many science st- is just unmistakable,
1: and the Wall Street Journal take on it with all their science was it actually harms children, but nobody pushing back on that. Keep that in mind when you take anything
0: in through the media. How wrong they are on that topic. Well, if you found those poll numbers notable, what you're about to hear will shock you. An NBC, and they are liberals. An NBC <laughs> news poll about Americans' attitudes toward the. Uh, uh, the administration and the two political parties and issues and stuff. You, you're you going to think Breitbart. You're going to think OAN did this poll. It's from NBC News. Jack, you got the, you, yes? yes? And yes. NFL players are slaves,
1: according to Colin, oh. Co- Colin Kaepernick, which we've oh, got to get to this hour. Lordy. It's... Yes, that, that
0: and more to come. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So first she took a burrito, smeared it all over the window, tried to get in through the window to come at me. Like I mugged her face to stop her and push her back. Yes, she's mad because she's the only worker. She's being a rule fan that she couldn't get my stuff back. And I'm like, I mean, you're going to give me my food because that's doing at the end of the day. So then she got mad and slapped me in the face. She wouldn't leave. So I opened the window. I said, is this what you want? Here's your burrito. Don't come back. A couple
1: of that's babes a nine arguing in a Taco Bell line. Well, that's a nine one one call montage between a Taco Bell employee and an angry customer. So it was like, did one of them call nine one one and then like they had their argument there for the nine one one argument operator to hear, or did they the both to... call nine one one and somebody stitched them together? Michael, I believe that's the case. Yes, and and is this all over a ninety nine cent item? Yeah, over a ninety nine cent burrito.
0: Hmm. Ah, humanity. Yeah. Save me. Speaking of humanity, a majority of Americans now disapprove of President Joe Biden's job performance. I have never seen a swing this notable, this hat, this fast. Uh, this is a liberal media outlet reporting on its own polling. NBC News. Uh, what's more, the survey finds that s- seven in ten adults, including almost half of Democrats, believe the nation is headed in the wrong direction. Nearly sixty percent who view Biden's stewardship of the economy negatively just nine months into his presidency. Um, And they think this could absolutely affect the Virginia race, the uh, gubernatorial race that so many people are paying attention to. Uh, 42% of adults say they approve of Biden's overall job as president. That's down seven points in a couple of months. Uh, Let's see. His approval rating is lower than any modern first-year presidents at a similar point in time, with the key exception of Donald J. Oh, let's see. Then, all right, let's get into the nitty-gritty. 71% of Americans say they believe the country is heading in the wrong direction. That's pretty amazing. That includes 93% of Republicans, 70% of independents, and statistically half of Democrats. Said a a pollster, when you see a wrong track, is 71%. That's a flashing red light. These folks are telling us this is not going well. Oh, uh, let's see. D, 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 D. Majority. Well, that's just. Oh, Who? man. Whoever hears him
1: walk up to a microphone and comes away feeling more confident about things. Yeah, I
0: know. The poor old guy. Well, that bad at Kev care. <laughs> so here's, here's where, it get, where it gets really crazy. They polled people. Which party do you trust to handle uh, various topics? Um, and let me enlarge that. On border security, and this is this is all, all people, all right? Border security, they give Republicans the win by 27 points. 27! Who will do a better job on inflation? Republicans by 24. On crime, Republicans by 22. National security, Republicans by 21. Economy, 8 by 18, Republicans. And just getting things done in general? A more modest number, but 13 points in favor of Republicans. Well, I would say, as inflation
1: is going to continue, and we'll talk about that uh, later this hour, um, the border is going to get worse as more people hear, hear about that close to half million dollar payout to uh, to to families who snuck across. Well, that's that whole each story, individual, yeah, um, uh, you know, a bunch of these stories are likely to get worse before they get better.
0: Yeah, I would agree. This is a striking striking trend, and like you say, it's just increasing.
1: So the football player that started the whole kneeling national anthem controversy has a new video out comparing the NFL to slavery that is, whoo, it is over the top if you haven't heard about it or seen it.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Dozens of FDNY firehouses may close today because it's the deadline for getting your vaccine. 22,000 New York City workers who haven't gotten the vaccine yet. Dozens
0: of firehouses that are going to close. This will be a big story. We'll probably be talking about it tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And you can change uh, cities if you like. Talk about other cities. You can change industries if you want. Talk about other companies, big corporations that are all of a sudden going to be crazy hurting for people because uh, the, the Air Force has got a crisis because of the vaccine mandate. So stay tuned for that. Plus, discourse in Congress hits an all-time low. We are now officially in the playground hurling epithets at each other in our national discourse. We've Stables.
1: got a couple a couple of texts like this. "Hey Brandon's of the world. Now you know how us Karen's feel." <laughs> but it is tough to be named Brandon right now.
0: Let's go Brandon. The I don't first know. time
1: either that or great, the first time somebody said that, it was funny. Everybody's encouraging you. <laughs> if your kid is named Brandon and playing fall ball Little League like my son is, eh, it's a tough situation. Nah, it's a
0: fabulous situation. <laughs> let's go, Brandon. You know what? I'm planning ahead. I'm looking at the batting order. You got Jimmy batting in the number one slot. I'm starting the. let's go, Jimmy. Let's go, Jimmy. Right? And my then son. you got uh, Eddie comes up. Let's go Eddie. And then batting third it's Brandon and that's when the fun really begins. My <laughs> son is really big on leading the uh,
1: the, the chance there in the in the dugout. And uh there's got to be a Brandon on the team just statistically, right? I'll have to, I'll have to look at the uh <laughs> sure in the year 2021, yeah, absolutely. Let's go Brandon. Hit a home run. <laughs> so uh, that'd be hilarious. I'll see if I can get audio on that. Exploiting my <laughs> children for for humor. Um It's about time they did something to earn their keep. Speaking of athletics, Colin Kaepernick is a football player, or at least was a football player for a while. He was the best football player in the world for a cup of coffee. Um, He was one play away from having the most outstanding run in the history of professional sports, really. From obscurity to Super Bowl champ MVP. Yeah. Without ever losing a game. He was just like one play away from that happening. Anyway, he was the uh, quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. And uh, after all that uh, greatness and stuff like that, at some point he decided he was political and uh, started kneeling during the national anthem to protest police violence. It's when he got a hot activist girlfriend. Then the teams decided, you know what? We don't want you on our team, no matter how good a player you are, because you bring all kinds of controversy and we got to answer all kinds of questions. And a whole bunch of our... uh, Ticket holders and people are going to spend money on jerseys and stuff don't like it. So we just don't want to deal with it.
0: And then the locker room gets all roiled up and people are uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. And so while uh, certainly uh, good enough to play on practically any team in the league, he's not had a job for quite some time. And He announced just a, this is kind of an interesting coincidence. He announced a week or so ago that he still gets up at five o'clock every morning, works out like crazy to be ready if the call comes to play on an NFL team. And people thought, oh, okay, well that's a good indication that maybe you know he's maybe he's concentrating on football. Blah blah blah. Well, apparently, after he gets done with his workout, he goes into the, uh, the the room with his writers to work on this miniseries that is coming out on Netflix. I think it debuts today or last night about his life and how he's been treated so unfairly as a black man. Um, <laughs> even though he'd have to tell me he was a black man to know he was a black man. um, And part of the promotion for this new Netflix series is this video that came out over the weekend in which he compares playing in the NFL to being a slave in such an over-the-top graphic way. It's just amazing. Um, let's listen to the audio on this. I don't know how clear it will be from the audio. We'll fill in any gaps at the end. Before they put you on the field, teams poke, prod, and examine you, searching for any defect that might affect your performance. No boundary respected, no dignity left intact.
0: And so they have a video of, uh, you know, purportedly NFL. Players being measured and prodded and the rest by the team doctors and, and getting statistics on them and the rest of it. But then it morphs into slave times where the very same things are being done to the chained up slaves who are walking toward the auction block to be sold. Yeah, they have the players in their uniforms walk and then all of a sudden they turn
1: into slaves in chains. They were poked and prodded, looking for any defect. yes. The owners who are about to write you a check for many, many millions of dollars are trying to make sure you're perfectly healthy before they sign you up to play for their football team. Back in the olden times, if you were a slave, they would poke and prod you to see if there's any defect before they hired you as a paid for you as a slave to have you pick cotton. Because what if your you know, legs gave out after they just bought you? Um, I don't see how those are the same thing. I mean, I understand I understand what you're trying to do. But see, the big the big difference, really slavery with anything is the where the the, the voluntary part comes in. Yes. Voluntary versus involuntary
0: is such a bright line on this whole thing. That's where it, that's where it breaks down pretty hard. Well, it's almost like a positive sign or a negative sign in mathematics. I mean, uh, a negative six and a positive six have something in common, but not really much. So, yeah, he has uh, the, the slaves, the players who morphed into slaves in the video up there on the block where they're bid on and bought. And uh, and then the one you can hear a guy bidding for a slave. i give you $1,000. dollars i give you, you $2,000. I know what I want. And then the slaver successfully buys this slave. Which and is horrific. Walk- oh, it's absolutely horrific. And then when this slaver walks up to get his slave, he's an NFL coach. And he shakes hands with the auctioneer, and he takes his slave away. Although, again, the one relationship is entirely involuntary and brutal, and the other one is 100% voluntary. That's not a subtlety, Colin. No, it's not. No, it's not. Like I said, it's a pretty bright line. Now, with all due respect to your millions of dollars line, there are a hell of a lot of guys who come and go in the NFL, and they don't make much at all. True. And they get the hell beat out of them. They don't have much of a career, and off they go to life with a limp. Um, And they will crawl over each other through busted glass for the opportunity to do so. Well, right, right. From the time they were children, they have sought nothing but that. Beyond voluntarily, they've thought, uh, they've uh, sought it hungrily. To compare that to slavery, it's like we've been saying about the, the Joe Biden saying that the, the perfectly reasonable Georgia laws are like Jim Crow on steroids. One of the worst thing any presidents have ever said. Um, To compare playing in the NFL to slavery is to diminish the horrors of slavery. Yeah, that's one of the weirdest angles of this whole thing is you would think
1: in normal times that the people of the left would be horrified by this diminishing of slavery or diminishing of the Jim Crow era. When uh, what's her name? Who's the crazy congresswoman who said this is worse than slavery the other day? No, and what was know. she talking about? I've got the brain fog of a guy with COVID. We played Johan the clip. Omar, times. Omar or no, times. No, no, no. no, the the old lady in California.
0: Maxine no, Waters. Maxine, Maxine Waters. Waters. Yeah. yeah, this is
1: worse than slavery. I don't remember what, what she we talking. witnessed was yeah. worse than what we witnessed oh, in slavery. It was the guys on the horses allegedly whip, which they weren't whipping the uh, migrants. Was right. worse than slavery. I mean, that, that's the sort of thing that people of the left used to hate. No, 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 no. You don't
0: get to say something's worse than slavery or as bad as slavery. Okay, so slavery was people getting horses ridden near them. Okay, I understand. It's as, slavery's as bad as having a horse ridden oh, near Jim, you. Jim Crow
1: laws were laws where you had to show your ID and were only allowed one week of uh,
0: pre-voting. Oh, okay. Now I know what Jim Crow laws were. Yeah, just brutal just brutal uh you know what else is brutal a quick word from our friends at car shield Uh, you got a big car repair comes out of nowhere it's a lose-lose you lose your money you lose your time or if you're protected by car shield taking care of a covered repair with car shield's administrators is super easy they handle the paperwork and expensive payments so you don't have to no hassles no headaches yeah this is super cool they said they believe the sweet spot is right after your warranty
1: runs out like you bought a car, you got the bumper-to-bumper warning, you're feeling good, and then you hit 36,000 miles or three years or whatever it is, and they're thinking, I hope nothing happens now. You're not going to have that feeling anymore with CarShield. It's very handy. And you get to pick your own mechanic and all that sort of stuff, and they, may, they handle all the paperwork,
0: which to me, that's the biggest plus. Plans from CarShield even provide coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental coverage, and trip reimbursement, all at no additional charge. It's a win-win. So uh, get coverage today. See why CarShield cars go further. Visit CarShield.com slash Armstrong. Save 10%. That's CarShield.com slash Armstrong. A deductible may apply. Go to CarShield.com slash Armstrong. I don't know what
1: else to say there is about the Colin Kaepernick thing other than check out the video we've got at armstrongandgetty.com. It is so incredibly over the top. Just, uh, I you know, I kind of feel bad for the guy. I know a lot I of do y'all too. hate him. You know, that's funny. I had the same <clears throat> feeling while I was watching him. I was thinking, you're a pretty sharp guy who got thrown into a really weird situation. You've got more money than God. I mean, this poor slave has made thirty eight million dollars I believe so far from the NFL right um he's got more money than god he he I think he probably had a crisis of because he went from am I going to be a professional football player to the biggest star in the world in like a couple of weeks i mean it was just if you remember it it was it was unbelievable and i 'm sure he had a a crisis of what 's my purpose in life what do I want to do you know what what, what do I want to accomplish Um, And and he's been led down some weird roads, at least somewhat by a girlfriend,
0: (laughs) which we've all done. Well, and he he knows there's racism in the world. He wants to fight against it. He was probably treated semi unfairly. Just, you know, if not unfairly. Just it it was a crisis. He created a crisis. And then when people didn't react the way he thought they should, uh, he was he was offended by that. I think he's. He's he's smart enough to be dangerous. Uh, I'm not sure he has the wisdom because he's is he still he's barely thirty, right? He's not very old.
1: Somebody I mean, give when us a lot an age. that was going on. He was in his twenties. Alex, how old is Colin Kaepernick? Uh, Owen, oh, we can't live out leave out this angle. Of course, he's the the big him, LeBron and Michael Jordan, the big face of Nike, right? And Nike, your employer. He's how old? Thirty three. Yeah, 33. Yeah. Um, Nike, his employer, um, we all know, is uh, is using slave labor or something close to slave labor in China to make a lot of their products. And right. come on now.
0: Currently, Colin, now slaves picking cotton. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, probably ought to. All right. We've got some great stuff. I, I will get to the low point in American political discourse in this corner. Half wit. Uh, Democrat Eric Swalwell in that corner, the the red corner, Senator Ted Cruz exchanging barbs, unintentionally hilarious. That's coming up. Stay with us. Obviously, this time of year, Halloween, we're always, the local news is just full of watch out for pot edibles that look like candy. <laughs> like I'm going to waste my stash on children. <laughs> so, children.
1: I put a sign on my lawn this year, it said, No candy, supply chain issues. <laughs> This year, I'm trying to get kids to put toilet paper on my house. Honey, um, so oh, that's I was trying to riffing. I was trying to explain to my uh, sons the the panic from when we were children of the razor blades and apples. First of all, they were horrified by the idea that anybody was giving out apples. <laughs> Let's start there, Dad. <laughs> and uh, to explain what a razor blade is, because a razor is. You know, they've seen a razor that I use, but how would you get that into an apple? Um, so all these were antiquated, antiquated notions, but the ultimate point being that it, was, it had never happened ever, and it was just <laughs> something for people to be scared of. So I suppose the pot thing is the new razor blades and apples. Sure,
0: because everybody's giving away their drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right, and doing so-
1: something that would be a felony
0: just right. for yucks. Yeah, exactly. For, like, imagined yucks, because you wouldn't be there when the kid was tripping or whatever. Plus, that would be unspeakably cruel and the rest of it. And it never happens. So other than that, beware. The other day, uh, when uh, Merrick Garland, the attorney general, was in front of Congress, uh, he was getting grilled by, uh, well, by everybody, but Republicans were absolutely hammering him over that letter responding to the National Association of School Boards, where they are suggesting that parents who get adamant at school board meetings are domestic terrorists. And the attorney general, incredibly unwisely responded that, yes, the Justice Department will look into this. We will get serious about making sure nobody's threatening public officials. Blah, blah, blah. It's a couple days later that the uh, Association of School Boards, which is left to Trotsky anyway, but they withdrew. They apologized for that. They retracted their letter. But the attorney general, you know, didn't retract his. So that's the setting. Ted Cruz was uh, grilling Garland. Uh, He said, in the letter which he told the House of Representatives was the basis for this abusive memo targeting parents, how many incidents are cited in that memo? I have to look through the memo. You don't know? How many of them were violent? Again, the general report. How many were violent? I don't know. You don't know, and there's a reason you don't know, because practically none were. They involve things like insults. They involve a Nazi salute. That's one of the examples. My God, a parent did a Nazi salute at a school board because he thought the policies were expressive. General Garland is doing a Nazi salute at an elected official. Is that protected by the First Amendment? Garland said yes. Yes, it is. So, obviously saying you're a bunch of Nazis is, it's, it's a First Amendment parody. It's an expression, the rest of it. So. Have you been a good little Nazi? So, on Thursday, Representative Eric Swalwell, D for Dumbass California, took a swipe at Senator Ted Cruz saying Cruz was defending Nazis.
1: Oh, good Lord.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. And and I get the whole information silo thing. If you only hear news from one side, you might think, wow, Ted Cruz defending Nazis. Yeah, that fits. So, he was defending people's ability to act out at school board meetings. Cruz said, I'm sorry, Swalwell said Cruz was defending Nazis, and Cruz fired back, "You are frequently a liar when you're not sleeping with Chinese spies."
1: Oh boy! Yes,
0: I didn't realize he went there. Right, but here you're frequently a liar when you're not sleeping with Chinese spies. Right. (laughs) But here, your lie is exactly 180 degrees false. I was defending the right of citizens to denounce authoritarian policies. In other words, to oppose Nazis or petty tyrants, not to support them. Again, you are frequently a liar when you're not sleeping with Chinese spies. Wow, that is something. I heard a good comparison last
1: week um, on protests by mostly people to the right against school boards across America how that was handled versus protests, mostly people to the left over the whole George Floyd thing. So uh, when people got worked up in uh, at school meetings and were shouting and yelling and screaming and sometimes doing things that I think are awful, like, um, you know, uh, being outside a school board members home and all that sort of stuff. I don't think that's cool, but compare that to burning down, billions of dollars of worth of homes and businesses and how many people died and were injured across the country and that was excused by everyone as well just you know it's part of a protest it's just it's mostly peaceful they're legitimately angry yeah they have a right to be angry they're legitimately angry and this just shows how angry they are whoa yeah. whoa I mean there's there is one of your all-time double standards on how far you can go with protesting. People started to raise their voices and call people Nazis and so you had to get the uh, feds in, involved and talk about domestic terrorists. Meanwhile, you burn down entire blocks in some
0: cities and uh, you know they're just protesting what are you gonna do? Yeah, that's something well that's uh, there's a lot of America that sees that. they recognize it, they understand it and they chant let's go Brandon. Partly to just troll <laughs> the very media that brings that wildly distorted, utterly biased uh, you know, view of the world. We played a little Bill Maher for you. He had a lot of really good
1: stuff on his show Friday about uh, the misuse of the word hero and uh, the word shaming and a lot of stuff that's gone crazy. I, I don't think if he wasn't already a staple of HBO, he could get his show launched
0: today. Because he runs counter to everything that is. He is a lifelong lefty. An out and proud lefty would be portrayed as some sort of right wing fascist. Yeah,
1: yeah. No kidding. If he portrayed just showed as
0: a Nazi by Eric Swalwell.
1: Uh, if you miss an hour of the show, and I don't, I don't know why you would, but if for some reason there's like an emergency, um, you can
0: get to the podcast version at armstrongandgetty.com. And we would like to see a note from your doctor. Explaining why you've missed an hour. (laughs) Also, if you haven't heard the Let's Go Brandon song, I mean the new one, the cool one, we'll play that for you next hour. Join us, won't you? Armstrong and Getty.